So, several years back, I had a friend ask, why is it that after church, you see all of these people who go to church, they say they're Christians, they're speeding as soon as they're out of church. And I didn't really have an answer at the time. Um, like, Christians are called to set an example. They're called to be um, obedient to God and listen to the rules not only set by God, but also obey the law. And then there's all these Christians who are going over the speed limit as soon as they're getting out of church. And I think the answer that I would have liked to have given way back when is that Christians are just as screwed up as everybody else. So that's what I want to talk about today. So before I like actually jump into this, I want to say some of these ideas are going to overlap with what I talked about before in living the imperfect life for God. Um, but that was more focused on like living imperfectly because Jesus saved us and how we can like still do our best to be who God wants us to be and to be like to strive for that perfection. Um, and this is not going to go in that direction. Um, but it's still also important to know that, yeah, we, we are screwed up. We are imperfect and that's why we need Jesus. Um, and as for the whole, like Christians are speeding as soon as they leave church kind of thing, it's kind of a good reminder of why we even go to church, I guess, because we are still subject to sin and like we're called out like God calls us out of sin, but then because we're human, we do it again. And then we do it again. And then we do it again. And we are constantly asking God to forgive us and take us out of that sin, but we're still imperfect, so we still screw up. And then we screw up again and again and again. And Christians are just as screwed up as non-Christians. <laughs> we're all screwed up. And Sometimes non-Christians do a better job of living the kind of life God wants us to live than Christians do. It's hard to see that and it's hard to admit that, but it, it's true. We're not perfect. We can't be perfect while we live in this world. And so, yeah, we're, we're hypocrites. We, we try to do our best for Jesus, but we fall short. And then people think, oh, Christians just, they think they're better than us because they think that they're living like this perfect life. No, no, we're not living this perfect life. Some of us may seem like it, act like it, or try to like come across that way, but that's also hypocritical because no one's perfect. We're not perfect. And part of the reason that we rely so heavily on Jesus is because we're not perfect. We don't go to church because we think we have our lives together because like we have Jesus and because we have Jesus that means we're we're fine we're perfect no we go to church because we know that we're screw-ups and we need to ask Jesus for forgiveness on a regular basis as well as you know church is a place for believers to come together and they should be able to talk about those things that they're struggling with at church with the people who are there too, who are also going through things and who also need Jesus on a regular basis because Christians need Jesus regularly too. Christians screw up all the time. I screw up all the time. I don't know about you, but like 
actually I do know about you, you screw up all the time too, you just may not want to admit it, um, and that's, that's hard to say, that's hard to hear, but it's true, we all know that we're screw-ups, we all know that we have lived imperfect lives, and that we are still living imperfect lives because of sin, and we all fall short, we all are sinful, so we can try to move on, we can try to change things, we can try to be better, but we're still human, and we still fall into sinful traps, and that should be motivation for us to be even more grateful for Jesus, because we cannot live this life on our own. We cannot be who God wants us to be on our own. There's no way for us to completely stop screwing up and completely stop living in sin until we're done in this life. It's hard to go about life that way when you're trying to do your best for God. But all that God asks for is your best. God doesn't demand that you be perfect to follow him. He asks, give me, give me what you have. Give me where you're at. Give me the best that you can do for me right now. That's enough. Sometimes that's not enough for me. I don't know about you, but like doing the best I can and then still falling short and being imperfect, like that's hard. And it may be because I'm a little bit of a perfectionist at times. And like when I see something that I want to like finish, I want to finish it completely and have it be the grand end result that I'm like envisioning in my head. And sometimes it's where I'm at and what I'm doing is not the end result. It can't be the end result because there's more beyond that. So I'm still in the process of getting to the point God wants me to be at. And that's also hard to cope with because that means I'm still falling short regularly in the process of getting to a point where I can be perfect, which won't come until after this life is complete. And that's only when after death in this world, God makes us perfect in the next life that he has granted us, in the life that we are given eternally because of Jesus. And that's the hope we hold on to. That's, that's why we're so passionate about Jesus, or we should be so passionate about Jesus, because he has saved our lives, not only in this life, but for eternity. And so, yeah, we're going to be screw-ups because this world is still subject to sin and we haven't completely finished the goal that God has given us, that Jesus has commanded us of go and make disciples, tell everyone about me. Not everyone's going to listen to you. Not everyone's going to follow me. And like, we know this. We know there are people who don't follow Jesus even after they've heard of him, but the command is still to go tell people. And because we haven't told everyone, we're still living in this sinful world, in this life of sin, and we're not going to be able to get out of it anytime soon unless we take action and tell everyone like Jesus commanded. But instead, so many Christians 
they don't even tell the people who are right next door, much less people on the other side of the world who haven't even heard of Jesus. Sometimes there are people who go to the other side of the world to tell people about Jesus when their neighbors still don't know, and they just... They're, they're going somewhere, but they're not going everywhere that God has them at that moment, if that makes sense. Because God has you where you are for a reason. And maybe it's to tell the person who's literally right next to you about Jesus and about what he has done in your life. And even to admit some of the things that you've done wrong. Some of the best preachers are the ones who confess when they've screwed up. Sometimes on a regular basis. Because it, it helps them to, A, relate to the people in the church who also know that they are screw-ups. And to, B show that even the people who are considered leaders in, like, the church and in, like, the Christian community aren't perfect. And that's why stories by, like, Christian writers and pastors and everything are so, like, relatable, for one, but also they attract more attention and people appreciate those more because it shows, yeah, I'm a screw-up too. I know all of you are screw-ups, I'm a screw-up, we're all on the same page here, now this is what Jesus is doing. This is what Jesus has done, and this is where I've fallen short but want to do better. And maybe that just means to stop speeding after you leave church. I will confess I am guilty of this, um, but as something that we can do just to be an example to people because you never know who's watching. You don't think about it when you're leaving church of like, oh, a non-Christian could be driving by and then see me speeding out of the church parking lot going 15 over, 20 over. I don't know how much you're speeding. Hopefully it's not that, but like, you know, hopefully you're not like scaring people with how fast you're driving, but um, you, you never know who's watching. And that's, that's why we're called to live a life of integrity, but we also need to be able to admit to other people when we fall short, because then they'll see, oh, they're, they're human too, like me, but they are trying to do better. They're trying to be the best person they can be, but they also fall short and they're willing to admit that because everyone's trying to be the best that they can be. Well, not everyone. A lot of people are trying to be the best that they can be. And some people don't have a reason to, but they just still are. Or they have a reason to, but it's not Jesus. Our reason to live the best life that we can and to be the best people we can be is Jesus. For other people, it's their family or their job or whatever. They they have goals of their own and they have reasons of their own and that's great but Christians should be able to stand out among those people by not only living as best as they can but also admitting when they were wrong and admitting that they're screwed up. So while this was not intended to call anybody out on speeding after church um, because, like I said, I'm guilty too. Um, this should be a little bit 
of a wake-up call, I guess, um, for people who think that they are perfect in, like, living their Christian life or that they are, like, doing everything the way God wants them to because, guaranteed, you're not, you're still falling short. Not that those people would listen to anything titled The Christian Screw-Up, but you never know. You never know. Um, it's, it's just something that we don't, we don't talk about. We don't talk about how we're still screwed up. We talk about trying to love God and love people because that's what we're called to do. But we fall short, and if we can't admit that, then, like, how are we different than anybody else? Um, and that can be very humbling, which is also biblical. Um, just admitting, like, yeah, I screwed up, I fall short. It's, it happens to everyone. But it's just something that was on my mind. Um, yeah, I'm gonna keep pondering. If anyone else is also, you are welcome to leave me a message. Um, I think it's an audio message. I still am trying to figure this thing out. It's fine. I'm not too worried about it. Um, yeah, so I'll keep pondering. You should too.